Planet A, because there is no planet B. Welcome to my podcast. I'm Manuel and here you will find recordings about different sustainability topics and interviews with inspiring activists. We only have one life and one planet. So make the best of your life and at the same time the world a better place. Hey guys, what's up? <laughs> First episode um, of my podcast. I'm so excited to share with you uh, my journey as a 13-year-old boy um, from a 13-year-old boy growing up in Munich, um, playing American football um, to now 22 years old, living in Bali, um, yeah, being a sustainability activist and really living my dream now. Um, I've discovered so many things about myself that I want to share with you that can help you um, to achieve your dreams, to live more sustainably and to know what you really want in your life. So um, let's start right off the bat. Um, as I mentioned, um, 13 year, years old, I started playing American football. And um, yeah, when you play American football, you like I was always like goal orientated. If I do something, I want to do it 100%. Um, so my goal was then um, to play in the NFL and like the biggest football league in America and also go to um, college. Um, so since I was 13, I started uh, working out because if you play American football, you have to be fit. So I trained twice a week and um, had practice football practice and then three or four times at this young age. Um, went to the gym and um, this was the first time I, I was like introduced to all this, this mindset stuff. If you want something, you have to get it. You have to work uh, your ass off. Um, yeah, hard work pays off and all these uh, successful quotes and was introduced to Eric Thomas, which is one of these motivational speakers, if you don't know him. And he has one quote that I will always remember when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe then you will be successful um, and this was my mindset so I yeah when I was 16 I really like put all of my energy into this goal like I trained every day and went to uh, football practice and um, made a vision board of me seeing myself in in the football stadium and every day um, I had like this I, I told myself in the morning I'm the best I can do this I will play in the NFL and um, yeah I made this yeah I wanted to have this goal so so badly like I really forgot um, about all of these other things like um, going out or yeah this was nothing for me like at this time I was just like focusing on this goal and this was all I want um, yeah and then I was like finishing my school and um, I needed some money for college and I didn't have a stipendium um, so I did an education as a fitness trainer because sports was my my life all I got so I did that um, but it was really time consuming like when you imagine you work like 40 or 50 hours a week um, in a gym and then after the gym you uh, work out and then you go to the football practice um, yeah, I was really kind of feeling burned out. There was a lot on my shoulders and I always um, wanted to achieve this goal and I failed sometimes in like in football stuff. There are like 
um, Bavaria team or team of Germany and I didn't make it in there and this was always like frustrating because I gave it all like I put all of my energy in there um, but I just um, didn't reach the goal and it was uh, really frustrating but I kept on working uh, I was like always remembering this quote if I want it so badly someday I will achieve it um, so even with all of this pressure uh, that I put on myself um, and then all of this work that I did uh, um, extra to football um, just burnt me out and I feel very very bad at the moment this was 2016 in May I couldn't handle it anymore and my body uh, was giving me a sign like I had a bad injury um, which is called hernia in my uh, abdominal so in the stomach area and it really knocked me out I had to get operation they need to had to cut me open like a four centimeter cut or five centimeter um, and yeah I was knocked out for six weeks couldn't do any sports um, no football no working out and um, now I realize it was the best thing ever but at this moment I was so frustrated and so completely uh, disappointed um, because I was uh, then close to my goal playing college football that's what I wanted and then I was like oh man um, what, what am I doing to myself and at this moment my best friends Matthias and Sebastian was uh, suggesting me my mentor uh, Stefan Sachsinger which uh, does a lot of like mental coaching and health coaching and he is great um, and I went to him I did a coaching with him and this changed my life forever um, and he asked me dif um, different questions he was like why do you want to achieve this goal or like how do you feel playing football and I couldn't answer that like why do I want to achieve this and um, like the coaching goes on and on and it was a great coaching but this question stuck to my head and I went home and he gave me this advice to meditate on it and uh, every morning I started meditating and um, I couldn't answer this question why I want to achieve that like I work all day like for five years for this like I was 18 at this time um, and then I did I, I don't I can't answer the simple question why do you want to achieve this goal um, and then I asked myself deeper and I found out that I wanted to achieve this um, to play football in America um, to get approved from people um, to approve from my parents from my friends I already saw this Facebook post in front of me um, saying yeah, I'm going to America playing college football and everybody wow so cool man you did it awesome like I wanted to have this approval um, which is very sad and at this moment I realized it I was like shit okay I'm gonna drop everything um, all I'm going out of my team during the season I just quit football trip, uh, quit um, my big big goal um, yeah and erase the vision, this division board, and um, then I was kind of lost. Like it was hard for my team to understand at the first moment. Um, my friends didn't understand me because I worked so hard, um, but it was the right decision for for myself, and I'm so grateful that I did that. It felt felt such a relief because I didn't have this pressure anymore and the expectations. Um, so yeah, then I was kind of lost. Like I'm, then I was like what am I doing now and um, 
yeah so it was kind of like but i kept on meditating and um then suddenly or well, before that i want to mention i was uh, yeah still very down and so i kept on meditating and then after a quite a time i have had this spark in my mind in a, in a meditation I always wanted to fix like the school system or do something in this area and I realized so many people don't know what they really want to do like from deep within not uh, another person's dream follow this kind of dream but a dream that comes from within that is that you're following your heart your own journey um, so I was um, deciding to open up a new brand called life tech which means uh, life purpose in africa uh, african language um, in swahili um, so i did that and um, yeah and i started coaching people that what i have learned on my journey um, how to follow your own heart and find your life purpose um, and i was focusing on students and coaching them um, to follow their own heart and this was giving me so much back and um, yeah I created a program I was really working fine it was then June uh, 2016 yeah I started that and I still kept uh, going with my education as a fitness trainer um, and then in 2017 I always wanted to create my own sports brand like maybe you have that too like you want to do do something creative create your own brand um, and I'm like yeah come on I can do this why not um, uh, and I created a sports brand called life tag it was a also a quite a journey it took me uh, six months uh, to put this into reality but I learned so many things about marketing about um, yeah, putting this all together like it's a big step you have to get in contact with a company that produces uh, this kind of clothes um, um, and it's at this moment I had no education on sustainability or something so my clothes uh, my sports brand was not very sustainable it's packaged in plastic um, it's not made out of the most sustainable material but I just did it because I ha didn't have this knowledge um, and then I released a very cool image video of these uh, with my friends with the spot clothes, um, which like really rocked it. And I s sold a lot um, of clothes in the first month, in the first few months. Um, and then I finished um, at this time in July my education as a fitness trainer, completed, and I'm like, oh, okay, is that really all that I want to do? No. So um, now I come to the really crazy part I, I heard of a friend that was cycling from Düsseldorf to Sweden and I was like oh, Sweden cycling sounds good and I always had this dream of going to Iceland I had so many great things about Iceland about this beautiful nature there and I'm like okay I don't want to do it the usual way so I went on a cycling journey from Munich to Iceland yeah yeah now you're asking yourself how how do you cross the sea of course i went with the ferry so the cycling uh, tour was from munich to denmark Hirtshals, where then the ferry took me with a bicycle to iceland and um, in total these are 1600 kilometers of cycling 
it took me four freaking weeks imagine that every day you get up and you go on your bike you cycle 12 hours uh totally alone i was totally alone um nobody was there with me i met a lot of people made a, a lot of new friends and a lot of new experience but i was alone um and i didn't know what what i was getting into like i don't plan so many things anymore since i quit uh, playing football i just go with the flow it has it adventures and it has this adventure just I have to say so yeah I went on this cycling uh, journey um, I just I didn't have a bike at this time um, so I bought I used one from my friend um, yeah just looked up in the internet the cycling route and I didn't book any hostel or hotel or anything else I just started cycling I went on the next morning I said to my oh, I said I already briefed them a little a few days before and booked the ferry and said, I'm going cycling to Iceland. They were like, what? What are you doing? Why do you have all, always have to do this crazy intense stuff? And I'm like, yeah, it feels good. I want to try this. I think I can do this. I have a calling from a heart that says, go on this journey. So I went on this journey. Like uh, first day, uh, my dad uh, was cycling with me until like uh, Munich city. And from there, I went to Augsburg where I met uh, my friend Sebastian. I could stay at his place in Augsburg. And first day I felt very motivated. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna do this. Let's do it. Um, and yeah, then the second day I woke up and like so sore, my muscles like so tense. I'm like, oh shit, um, <laughs> I should have trained before that. But I just kept on cycling. But the very, the few first few days I was going very uphill. And I had very difficulties like pushing through because I had I was sore. I had I was not used to the, all of this, and it was my first time traveling alone. And then on this journey, like you're all by yourself, um, at places where you've never never been before. Um, so this was really interesting um, experience. And then after a few days, I got used to that being alone, and I really liked it. I discovered so many things about myself. Um, I had challenges on the way like one time um, in front uh, I was almost at Ham Hamburg Hamburg and my bicycle broke down like completely broke down like I couldn't use it anymore I had to carry my bicycle for five kilometers to a repair station which cost me 300 bucks to repair my um, bicycle and I was so frustrated I didn't know what to do um, and yeah, I had to push through, like I had to really carry my bicycle and I wasn't sure where I'm going to sleep and it was raining and I'm like, oh my God, what am, am I doing uh, to myself? And the, the funny thing is there's always like in Germany, I could go straight into the train and drive back, uh, take, uh, take the train back to Munich, but I didn't do it because I was sure I always had in my mind um, this picture of me holding the bicycle uh, in front of a waterfall. And I didn't want to give up. Um, I felt this is the right thing to do. And um, my heart tells me to do it. So I went on this journey. Um, yeah, and I'm so still so proud. Um, and then after, after I got my bicycle back from the repair station, I kept on going. And I had um, a lot of flat tires on the way. And frustration, it was raining at some point, And... Um, I didn't find a hostel or a place to stay at one time 
uh, I had a flat tire and there was no place to sleep. So I knocked on a, on a farm, farm station um, and asked if I can sleep there. And they offered me a bed, um, which, which I was so grateful. Like you, you realize you're so grateful for all of these little things. I was so grateful for water. I was so grateful to find food, um, to buy food somewhere um, and to have a um, roof over my head. And this makes you, it transforms you. This journey transformed my life. And I really can recommend to everyone to do something like that. Like you don't have to be as extreme as uh, myself to go cycle to Iceland, but maybe to go on a five day cycling journey. It's already awesome. Or to, um, yeah, to travel really makes you realize a lot of things about yourself. So I really can recommend that. Um, yeah, and then last but not least um i made it like i really made it to iceland with my bicycle i felt so proud i felt so accomplished and now i was like on on the right journey and um yeah then i discovered places in iceland which is so beautiful i really recommend to everyone to um visit iceland and after that after iceland i went uh, back home uh, i flew back um, yeah, not cycle back again. That would be crazy. <laughs> Too crazy. So, um, yeah, I went back home, uh, relaxed there for one week, uh, met friends again and told about my cycling journey. Nobody could really believe it. And then I went, um, wow, this is also stay tuned for that. What I'm telling you now, um, I went to Africa, Nairobi. I heard, um, of a friend about this organization called Safisha Africa Welfare Foundation and um, because my company's name called LifeTech is uh, like the name comes from there um, I wanted to support with this project um, a charity organization in Africa so I found this organization from a friend and every like clothes that you buy I donate one uh, one euro to this organization um, but I wanted to see for myself what they're doing and help them to raise more money. So I went there for three months and I had this idea on my cycling journey to bring my videographer Daniel with me. Um, so I brought, the, I brought him with me and um, we did an image video to raise money for this organization. Um, and this was it, it just boom, like this video just spread viral and we collected over three thousand dollar for this organization and i felt so wow this is amazing i'm so glad i brought you with me daniel and um yeah we had such a great time and we also made like an, a video for life tech uh, like we went on a safari together which was like africa is such a beautiful place like wow Whew. Um, but also on the other side, there's a lot of poverty and um, I well, first got introduced like to a lot of trash um, on the ground and not 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 very clean. Um, and yeah, this was the first time and I was like kind of shocked because in Germany, everything is in order. Um, no trash on the ground. And then you come to Africa and everything, like not everything, but a lot of places are dirty. Uh, not cleaned up but uh, it makes you realize and how grateful you can be and also uh, in the slum area where the school is located people have nothing but they are so happy the kids were so happy to be at school and 
this is just amazing to me. Like, it didn't make me realize that materialistic things don't depend, like, don't make you a happier human being. I, I, like, mostly the, the exact opposite because these people have nothing and they are so grateful for all of these little things. And when you can realize that, like, wow, you're a huge part in front of a lot of people and you, you can find happiness um, within the little things, um, to be grateful for a roof over your head, to be grateful for a bottle of water, to be grateful for, um, yeah, I'm grateful to be able to record this podcast right now. Um, yeah, it makes you realize a lot of things. So I was doing that for three months. I had two times, no, one time I collapsed because I had a bacterial infection. Um, I had to go to the hospital. Um, they pepped me up with antibiotics. Um, then I was back on track and it was just a nice experience. I want definitely want to go back there someday, maybe planning this year or next year, um, to see the kids again and to help. Uh, Alice, which is the founder, um, to make, yeah, to give the uh, children hope and education is, is the key for that. So straight from Africa, I went to Bali, where I'm still right now um, recording this podcast. So end of 2017, November 25th, I think, I flew from Africa to Bali. And I always, and I heard from Stefan about this green school and um, I looked it up into the internet, like from Stefan, um, the one who coached me. Um, and I looked it up in the internet and it's like a totally different school system than in Germany. Like you have experiential learning, practical things that help you really in your life. It's outdoor education, it's a talking about the environment, how to solve problems. So it's, it's amazing. Like the school is, I was so fascinated when I looked it up in the internet and I booked a workshop. Um, that was the main reason I came to Bali, a five day workshop um, about to find more, how it's like to be in green school and um, education about sustainability. So I took this workshop and it changed my life again. Um, I got aware about all of the sustainability things and about the problems that we are having at the world and I never like I heard about it but I never was like educated or about these things also in school I don't remember any sustainability class in my school uh, years and I heard that and it just made click and when you don't know green school, you should definitely look it up. It's like a beautiful school made out of all bamboo. It's a bamboo school um, with no walls. Such a beautiful environment located in a jungle next to a village, local village. And I felt so home. I felt so, wow, this is the place I want to be. I don't want to leave after five days. I, like I booked my flight already back. Um, but I thought, no, I'm going to stay here. I find a way to stay. So I looked for opportunities and at Green School you can't um, make an internship as, as a foreigner. So I was like really frustrated and working didn't work, like to be able to work there didn't work out. So I was like, ah, there must be an opportunity. So I heard about this camp called Green Camp, which is right uh, located next to Green School on the same campus. And they do camps 
for kids and uh, families who want to have a short experience about green school because it's a big step to move uh, to Bali with your family from all over the world to go to the school to have like this short time experience what green school is doing and then you can decide if you wanna go uh, to this uh, school so and there I was able to do an internship so the whole 2018 I did an internship at green camp and it was the best thing best decision ever and I really can recommend this to everybody to go to an organization and to volunteer or do an internship because you learn so much and I learned so much about sustainability education about working with kids uh, to inspire them and to have all of this outdoor experiences like we do we did um, uh, coconut climbing um, bamboo raft building <clears throat> and all of these things we went uh, canyoning and um, I was such an amazing experience i'm so so grateful green camp for giving me this chance to do this internship and i met my beautiful girlfriend uh, at green school alicia yeah she's listening right now um and yeah that's also what which i'm very grateful for to meet her um she also inspires me a lot um greets to her <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, and she um, went to school at Green School. Um, she had a local scholarship and um, it's so interesting to hear her school experience and then to share mine to compare and what is different um, about it. Um, yeah, so when I finished um, my internship at Green Camp, I was not sure, uh, should I stay at Green Camp? Should I stay because I love this place? Um, but I also want to challenge myself more to try new things and to, I was like becoming an activist in this year, in 2018. I visited, um, now let's jump back a little bit more, a few months, I visited in September, I went to Borneo. And Borneo is the biggest island in Indonesia, or around, around the world, I think, even. Um, it's such a big island and um, there are all the orangutans and uh, Alicia's uncle uh, is a tour guide there. So I went on a six day journey to Borneo to make a um, documentation about the problem of deforestation and how it's linked to palm oil. Because I always heard like palm oil is bad and they're cutting down the forest, but I really couldn't uh, imagine that. So I went there and um, um, I, was, I was shocked when I arrived because I took the plane and from the plane I could see all these palm oil plantations and I was just so, oh man, is that real? Are they really serious about that? Like, and then I arrived there and I took a boat through the jungle the first three days and uh, I felt so much in love with nature and that is, I was like, this is really the solution to help people or to educate them or show them how nature is so beautiful and to like let them fall in love with it and then they want to care for nature. So that's what I realized in the first few days. And then I came out of the jungle and I visited like a local village and which is surrounded by a big palm oil plantation and I saw um, 
saw like forests burning and like burnt forest um, and this huge palm plantation which is like 30,000 hectares big and I went there and I flew my drone uh, you can also watch this documentary on YouTube um, I flew my drone and I was just like this is crazy and I talked to the local people and they were like yeah they just took our land away because we don't have proof of this land and um, yeah such a transforming experience like it was mind-blowing and I did this uh, documentary then and I raised a lot of money for this organization who is doing a lot to fight this and to plant trees and to give education for people and I raised with this documentary over uh, 300 400 euros um, which was quite good and a lot of awareness in the people like this was really my first campaign which like boom like yeah and this was like what I want to do I want to do activism I want to raise awareness uh, about all of the sustainable like all of these issues around the world and to show people um, that conscious consumerism is also very important what you choose to buy every day uh, has a matter um, it's a vote it's a vote with your money so choose well um, invest buy locally buy organic support companies that are doing good and um, yeah this was the first thing um, and since then I'm doing a lot of like um, raising awareness I went on a bicycle trip four days again around uh, <laughs> around Bali uh, to raise awareness that we need uh, cycle paths and about sustainable transportation and right now I'm getting signatures for this petition um, to get cycle paths in Bali um, and then when my internship ended um, I wanted to do something more activism or get more involved uh, in this kind of area so I decided to uh, join Bye Bye Plastic Bags as a they had this I already joined them like in February 2018 for the Bali's biggest cleanup and their goal is to get rid of uh, plastic bags around the world they have now 30 teams around the world and uh, I'm the global team coordinator so I'm coordinating these 30 teams getting in touch with the team leaders creating events um for them um yeah which is which is just awesome uh i just started right now and i love it like it makes so, so much fun and um i don't know if you noticed but bali or i don't know if you know but bali band start since starting of first uh, of january 2019 they banned plastic bags in Dampasa. And I went uh, yeah, a few days ago to different supermarkets in Dampasa and it's so cool to see everybody's bringing their reusable bag um, for shopping. And it's just a mind sh shift happening here and like every city can do that. And that's, that's our goal, Fiberplastic Bag. That's my goal and I'm really excited for the next few months here in Bali. I'm back in Bali again. I visited after the internship in December. I, flew back to Germany and uh, brought my girlfriend along, Alicia, and we had a great, great time in Germany. And now, uh, now we are back in Bali. Feels so great to be back. Uh, great weather, um, inspiring community. Um, love doing what I'm doing. Um, so yeah, that's for now. That's I think that's a great first episode to get to know um, myself more. Um, what I've been through. Um, all of these experience shaped 
shape me the person that I am today. If you have any more questions, let me know, comment down below, send me a message. I will um, be very happy to answer it and um, stay tuned for more uh, podcasts. I'm planning to do this twice a week, um, interviewing also um, a lot of people, inspiring activists and talking um, about sustainability and how we can um, make this world a better place because there is only a planet A, there is no planet B, guys. Um, so that's for it. Thank you for listening. Let me know. Comment uh, down below. Hashtag Planet A if you have listened uh, so far. Um, and see you guys on the next episode.